hello, 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 and welcome to Business at City Watch. We've just uh, started our rebranding efforts, and I want to thank you for joining us. We are going to be talking with Serena Holmes. Has a new book out. Serena's called Accidental Entrepreneur. She's an expert in business and in the branding aspect thereof. Talk to me a little bit about how you got started in business and what led to your book called The Accidental Entrepreneur. For sure. So as the title would allude to, I, I kind of fell into business by accident. I've been working part-time for the agency that I later came to own uh, fairly early on into its infancy, but I was pursuing a career in journalism. Uh, and when that didn't really pan out, I was offered the opportunity to take on partnership just probably about a year after the business was started. Um, so the benefit then is you're not really buying in, you're just assuming, in my case, half the debt. And then we started booking uh, some pretty large events with other clients um, almost right away. And then the founder of the business left about four years in, so I bought her out. So I kind of fell into it by accident. I had no intention of being an entrepreneur, but that's just kind of what happened. Okay. Have you always been interested in business, or is this something that you fell into as well? Yeah, I mean, that, that literally happened as, almost immediately after I started uh, graduating from university. So I carried that through for 18 years, and I just actually sold the business earlier this year. Ah, okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. City Watch on the Air, heard locally and worldwide on iHeartRadio.com, takes you through the ins and outs of business, exactly what your business needs to showcase your product or service. And we can do it for as little as $10 a week. If you don't believe me, text PROVE IT to 310-291-2790. That's PROVE IT to 310-291-2790. Okay, you are back, of course, with Business of City Watch. I'm Michael, and we're speaking with Serena Holmes, whose book, The Accidental Entrepreneur, is out now. And we're talking about business. And before we went to break, we were talking about how you got started. And this is something that you've already, always been interested in since, since school, yes? Uh, well, I, I was pursuing journalism, so I didn't necessarily anticipate that I would you know, change trajectories into business, but I saw the opportunity and I seized it, and you know, I carried it through for almost 20 years as a, a huge part of my career. Outstanding. Well, when we're talking about the book, we've mentioned it two or three times now, The Accidental Entrepreneur. What do you cover in the book, and how did you, you uh, begin to write it? Yeah, so my tagline for the book is that I turn tragedy into triumph to embrace my destiny in entrepreneurship. So it literally starts in the beginning with my childhood and how my family, uh, really for all intents and purposes, fell apart and how that ties into my path of becoming an entrepreneur and just, you know, being um, acting in survival mode and doing everything that you can to kind of achieve more and be a better version of yourself. Uh, so it kind of ties into a lot of different topics early on, and then it goes into business and entrepreneurship and all those um, associated business lessons. Okay, and one of the aspects you cover, of course, is branding, which most business people know is extremely yeah. important for uh, getting their name and their, their company out there. Give me your take toward branding. If a company comes to you and says, we want to do something with branding, how do you move them forward? So our business was involved in experiential marketing and event staffing. So oftentimes that meant getting products into people's hands or experiencing their services. Um, you know, just trying to get in front of as many customers as possible. So from a branding perspective, 
you know, usually a company was already kind of set up, but this was enhancing their brand and bringing in clientele. And then for ourselves as a business, um, we invested very heavily in digital marketing just to make our brand presence known online so that companies around the world could find us and use our services. Do you find that certain businesses make the same sorts of mistakes with regard to branding? And if so, what are they? Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, speaking for myself, like as a small business owner, I was winging it for, you know, eight years. And I definitely know that we made some mistakes along the way. And I'm sure other businesses do as well. Um, I think the very best advice uh, from a branding perspective or business would just be to get mentorship and guidance early on. Um, you know, I didn't have any of that support probably for our first 10 years, and I probably could have avoided or minimized some of those mistakes had I found an expert or someone that had more experience to lean on. Do you recommend the splashy, here we are kind of a thing, or do you, are you more in the, into the idea of constantly getting the message out there? Yeah, I mean, I think it's got to be a bit of both. Um, you know, we always kind of came from a place of service and trying to help others. So at the end of the day, we were always kind of the, the brand behind the brand. Um, so it was always a client's brand that mattered more than anything. And we just tried to showcase that work as much as possible. But I think it really depends on maybe the nature of your business. If you have a product or if you have a service, like I think how you advertise it and showcase it could, could vary a little bit depending on, um, you know, if you were trying to connect you and who you're your customer bases. Okay, that sounds like we're going to lead into one more item, I think, before we do our final segment. Uh, we're going to break for now and come right back with Serena Holmes, and we'll do that right after this. City Watch on the Air, heard locally and worldwide on iHeartRadio.com, takes you through the ins and outs of business, exactly what your business needs to showcase your product or service. And we can do it for as little as $10 a week. If you don't believe me, text Prove It to 310-291-2790. That's Prove It to 310-291-2790. Okay, we are back with Serena Holmes, and we've been talking about branding. We've been talking about her book, The, the Accidental Entrepreneur. Uh, we had talked before the break about getting your name out there and doing it as a combination of splashy and constant uh, consistency, I guess is the word I want to use. Uh, is this a, a situation where you feel that more is better, or is it more of targeting what you want toward people? Yeah, again, I think it really goes back to the kind of business that you have. Um, for us, we were trying to attract um, businesses to find us, and the way that we did that as a business was through just digital marketing. Um, we we're very much like a B2B company, the kind of agency that people find when they're Google searching, like Toronto Event Staffing or Calgary Brand Ambassadors or whatever keyword combination that would be. And we invested in targeted keyword research to rank very, very high. And that was the way our brand presence became known, but we would complement it with everything that we did on social media. So that gave us added credibility if people were looking us up, um, you know, for our talent that we were trying to attract and things like that. Um, again, I think depending on the kind of business, like if you're in a product-based business or something, you may take an entirely different approach. But for us, that's how we had you know, companies from Greece, um, the government of South Australia, companies literally all across the United States that would find us because they were looking for those services directly in Toronto or Calgary or Vancouver or wherever it may be. So 
our approach was a little bit more wide-ranging in that sense. We weren't just looking for people walking by that would, like, see our office sign or something like that. That's really not how people would come to, to find us. Uh, so I think you need to find out what works for your business um, and then and then take that approach. It could really vary depending on what your niche is. Mm-hmm. Give me the, the basic approach that you have. If, if a client comes to you and they want to use your services, what do you mm-hmm. discuss with them first? Do you discuss branding first or do you discuss some other aspects? Yeah, I mean, I would say that a ton of companies came to us specifically for branding. Oftentimes they would say, you know, I need 10 people to hand out 100,000 samples. Like, how would you approach that or how would we get that done? And oftentimes we would start at the end objective and work our way back to come up with a quote. In other cases, they might say they want, um, you know, a trade show to reflect their, a trade show booth to reflect their brand or something like that. And we come up with concept ideas um, to connect with their clientele and things like that. So sometimes it could be as simple as a quote, a quote with several options. Other times it could be a very detailed and thorough proposal, basically showcasing all the different options that they could consider. So uh, in a lot of cases, clients had a general idea of what they wanted. Um, wasn't just like a complete blank slate, but there were definitely some clients that came to us looking for that as well. Is there a feeling that you get from clients when they when they come in? Do you say to yourselves, okay, well, these guys are going to need more hands-on than perhaps someone else, uh, or is everybody coming into you generally in the same sort of place? Definitely, totally wide-ranging. Um, Sometimes we'd have startups coming to us to get um, promotion and awareness. Other times it could be like a big telecom company that's very established and well-recognized. So I think that would depend. But we would always kind of follow our templates to get all the information that we needed to make sure that we could quote them properly and give them information that they needed. And if there were things that came up after the fact, like they decided to add something or take something away, like, you know, we try to adapt um, and be as flexible as possible. But... I think that was always more of a challenge with companies that are newer or for people that don't have as much experience because they may not think of certain things that, um, you know, you're dealing with the elements, for example, or you could be dealing with things to do with people and, and just different things that can kind of happen. So we'd always try to think of any possible outcome so that we could have, like, backup plans and solutions and stuff like that just to be safe. Now, does a lot of this come from personal experience? I noticed you you mentioned earlier that you didn't exactly get into this uh, as as a, as a first thought. You you talk about the book, of course, the accidental entrepreneur, and winding up buying out your partner and winding up in the situation that you didn't think you were going to be in. Uh, were you uh-huh. think, were you thinking all this time? Uh, oh my gosh, what am I? What have I gotten myself into? <laughs> or are you you're thinking? Oh, well, this is this is the way it's supposed to be laid out. And <laughs> how does how did that work for you personally? Yeah, I mean, I was only 23 when I technically came on as a partner, and we didn't even have a partnership agreement. And I definitely never thought that the founder was going to be leaving, let alone leaving so soon. Um, so I think there's things that looking back we should have probably thought about or invested in or trying to figure out because you just never know. Uh, but I think that at the time, you know, we were, we built enough goodwill and a good reputation with clients that I was willing to take the risk to buy her out. But I did entertain all of those options. Like, does it make sense to just share what's in the bank account at the end of the year and go our separate ways? Would I consider partnering with another agency where they have 50% of my shares, but I don't have any investment in their company? So essentially I'm becoming almost like an employee or does it make sense just to, you know, take that risk and, and jump in. So after four years of building the business, I felt like I could do that. And, and fortunately, um, you know, things worked out for me and I was able to pay her out and continue to build the company from that point. 
All right, yeah, we're going to do this. We're going to take our final break and then come back with some closing thoughts with Serena Holmes. And we'll do that right after this. City Watch on the Air, heard locally and worldwide on iHeartRadio.com, takes you through the ins and outs of business, exactly what your business needs to showcase your product or service. And we can do it for as little as $10 a week. If you don't believe me, text Prove It to 310-291-2790. That's Prove It to 310-291-2790. Okay, in the last uh, few minutes, we talked basically about getting started yourself and the advice that you give to new clients coming in. What are you looking at for the future? Uh, first of all, I don't think we got the actual name of your company, so let's get that out there right away and then talk about, and then talk about where you'd like to go with this. Yeah, so the company that I used to own uh, was called Tigress Events. Um, I was part of it for 18 years, and I actually tried to sell it literally weeks before COVID happened and we went into lockdown. Not because I had any idea that that's what was coming, just because of some things that were happening within the company at that point in time and also my personal life. Um, so I ended up signing up actually to get my real estate license and I've kind of transitioned and pivoted based on some real estate investing I've been doing for several years. It was really complementary to everything I've done. So at this point, I'm I'm still technically a little bit involved with Tigris in the sense that I get the emails that come in, I support the new owner with anything that they might need, but they've really hit the ground running and they're kind of taking everything over. And, and in exchange, that gives me a lot of work-life balance that I didn't necessarily have before. Um, and now I've really been able to focus on things like promoting my book and my real estate business and also being an active and passive real estate investor. Okay. Serena Holmes, uh, her book, The Accidental Entrepreneur, is out now and is available. And I'm sure if you get in touch with her, she'll tell you how to do that. Uh, so go ahead and let them know how to talk to you about that right now. So I can be found on social and online at Serena Holmes. That's S-E-R-E-N-A, Holmes, H-O-L-M-E-S, author. Or interchangeably, you can also use Serena Holmes Realtor. Um, so you can find a lot of content on my author page related to business lessons, personal anecdotes, um, you know, challenges and inspiration and all of those good things. Serena Holmes, thank you so much for being with us on Business at City Watch today. Thank you. And everybody else, remember, believe in yourself. If you don't, no one else will. And we will see you next time.